Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. internet radio show making a world a better place one show at a time the george water jr show is now on the air take it away dad Thank you for your feedback. Thanks for everything on, on the show that uh, we get, um, that I get um, on the show. Okay. All right. Anything goes on, um, <laughs> anything goes, commentary on the George Wilder Jr. show. We're all about making the world a better place, but it's getting damn hard. Hate lies and <laughs> hate lies have no home here, guess. You know, so be nice to one another is so easy. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk some some things about Chicago, uh, Illinois. Uh, as you know, we have a uh, race coming up, um, a primary coming up next week. 
in Chicago, and uh, we got a lot of candidates running. We've got candidates running as Democrats, but they're actually Republicans. Yeah, in the city of Chicago, in the state of Illinois, city of Chicago. Yeah, they're trying to get on the ballot because they know there's more um, progressives. Uh, progressives out here than there are conservatives. So, you know, you got people <laughs> disguising themselves as Democrats just so they can get in office and work with Trump. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say it the way it is. And um, Florida, one of, one of the, I guess one of the things I wanted to hit on is that Florida passed a gun bill, um, a gun reform, uh, some kind of gun reform in Florida. Uh, it's signed. The governor, the governor signed it in law, into law. But we have a governor in the city, in the in the state of Illinois, who will who had who has just vetoed a gun reform bill. He vetoed it. It was passed by both houses uh, in Illinois, the Senate and the House of Representatives in Illinois. It goes to the governor's desk, and he's giving some kind of cockamamie excuse for vetoing. You know, and He's on the ballot to be reelected. So what do you think is going to happen? I mean, he just sealed his fate. I mean, he's not going to be elected. This is crazy. I mean, people, I mean, Chicagoans, Illinoisans are up in arms over this guy uh, refusing to sign this gun bill uh, in the wake of the uh, Parkland, Florida, Florida shootings where 17 people were killed. There are states all over the United States, all over America, who are doing something about uh, guns, easy access to guns, but not, but not Bruce Rauner. He didn't sign anything. And the thing about it, the guy is on the ballot to be reelected, or he wants to be reelected, or he thinks he should be reelected. But now, as I just got through saying, the guy sealed his fate. And he, he's, he's, he's crisscrossing the state, I'm pretty sure, giving people some cockamamie <laughs> uh, reason to why he uh, vetoed this uh, gun legislation. Now, anybody in their right mind should not believe anything he says. But, you know, the Republicans and the diehard haters and Trump supporters, they're going to believe anything this guy that comes out of his mouth. And I've, I've been hearing a lot of things. One of the things they say, the reason why he vetoed this bill was because he didn't want to give his opponent any ammunition to come after him. You know, Jeannie Ives, his, um, who he will not debate, who the Republicans put up, a, up against to run against him, you know, because they're disappointed in him. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's been several publications, local publications, and there's been a national publication saying in the, in America, and he is. They, they're not lying on this guy. They're saying that he's the worst, and he continues to be the worst. Uh, not, did I say mayor? I mean governor, the worst governor. Sorry about that. Worst governor of, uh, in America, and he is, and he continues to be the worst governor of Illinois. And he wants to be elected. Something, the guy hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything of significance for this state of Illinois. He's hurt it. Uh, he's hurt. I know you guys out there remember that he refused 
to sign a budget for the state of Illinois, and it was we were in the flux. Every um, just about every agency shed its doors, or were were about to shed its doors. The funding had dried up, and you know, and he was making all kinds of cockamamie excuses to why these these agencies, these social agencies, should should not be getting uh, government uh, Illinois uh, government funding. He tried everything, but some things he couldn't do. But my thing is, why does he want to continue to be governor when he is a failed governor? And if he should be reelected, and God forbid, he will just double down on what he did not finish in his first term. This is rounder. I never voted for the guy. I knew from from the get-go that this guy was not good for Illinois, but other people thought differently. And now they have... Uh, Seen the light. This guy is 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 the worst thing for Illinois. He's the worst thing for any. He's the worst thing for any uh, public office, and he's a Republican. And you, so go figure, right? So go figure. He's a Republican. Anyway, uh, he vetoed the gun bill in in, in Illinois. We're going to talk a little bit more about it, and uh, it's it's a shame. And now people are up in arms. People are on television saying that. They're going to fight this. They're going to fight back. They're going to get rid of him. They're not going to vote for him. He just sealed his fate. He will not be reelected. Okay, this is coming from the people who, Mary Manuel, he's pissed off, you know, because of this. You know, and a lot of the uh, so-called black leaders around the city and the state, they're up in arms about this. Uh, I'm up in arms about this. Uh after 17, after all these school shootings, this guy, well, well, what he's doing is, you know, he's playing to his base. He's playing to his, to his base. He's playing to other Republicans, other conservatives and GOP members, because if Ronald would have signed this, he'd have been in a lot of hot water with his, he would have been in more hot water with his own party than he is now. And he knew that. And he knew that if he signed this, um, a gun bill into law that that would give the Republicans a lot of energy to go after him, especially his opponent, Jeannie Ives. And I'm hearing that um, leading up to the midterm elections, Jeannie Ives uh, will probably lose, you know. But you never know. You never know. We got Trump. We thought Hillary was going to win, and Trump some some <laughs> took the office. So you never know what what can. Maybe she'll upset him. Maybe it will be an upset. Because he is the worst governor ever, and he should not be governor of Illinois again. So, all of you people out there that are listening from the city of Chicago, the state of Illinois, do not vote for Bruce Rauner. Uh, uh, you've heard it, you've read it, you've read all the negative news about him. It's true. You know, I mean, it's true. Do not vote for Bruce Rauner. The guy will just double down on what he. Uh, tried to do in his first term. Remember, he there wasn't a budget for two and a half years. Two and a half years, and and the only reason why we got a budget right now is because the General Assembly in Illinois overrode him, and that Michael Madigan overrode him, and we have a budget. Because if Michael Madigan did not override this guy, we we Illinois would still uh, not have a budget, and we would be in over the cliff. So the General Assembly in Illinois saved us. I don't know why they don't talk about that. 
talk about that. Rauner acts like nothing happened. He didn't do anything. Nothing happened. Vote for him again. Vote for me. He has done nothing significant. Even his own party doesn't want him to run, doesn't want him as governor because they have put up an opponent, gave him an opponent, a uh, female uh, opponent, Jeannie Ives. But she's, from what I'm hearing, she's not doing too well in the polls. But as I just got through saying, who knows? She could bite him in the ass, and let's hope so. But uh, Chicago is going, the state of Illinois and Chicago is on the Democratic side. The state of uh, Illinois and Chicago is going for J.B. Pritzker. He's uh, J.B. I like J.B. I like uh, Chris Kennedy. Uh, those are the two that I really like. But J.B., the reason why I think J.B. has a lead is because J.B. is just as much as a billionaire or a millionaire as Rauner is. And he can spend just as much money. Uh, Chris Kennedy, I, I believe, is broke. I have nothing against Chris Kennedy, these were, were were great people, but we have to be fair. We have to, you know, uh, come down to reality. Uh, J.B. Prisker, the governor, is the governor for Illinois. Is the guy to beat Bruce Rauner? I think any Democrat could beat Bruce Rauner, actually, but J.B. Prisker is is the man to beat Bruce Rauner and to get Illinois back on its feet again. Just like it's going to take J.B. Prisker to turn Illinois around, take Illinois, uh, keep Illinois from falling all the way off the cliff. We're going to need um, to re also to replace Donald Trump. I'm hearing that Donald, even Donald Trump is, is on his way to uh, California, and a lot of the people in his own party are trying to avoid him. They should have been doing that a long time ago. And uh, we'll be right back. We're going to have more on Donald Trump as uh, as the show progresses and goes on. And I want to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, here we go. We'll be right back.
All righty. We have uh, Bruce Rauner rattled by Ives, Jeannie Ives, sides with the NRA against Illinois. This is this is Bruce Rauner, uh, the governor of Illinois. And I'm in Illinois. I'm in Chicago. And uh, as I've said, folks, I, I uh, voted against this guy. I mean, I voted against him when he first ran, but a lot of the people did not see it the way I saw it. And now they wish they had of you know, so it, it's a shame that uh, the governor of Illinois, when the other states have done something on guns, he's doing nothing. And and he wants to run again. That, that doesn't make any sense. After years of debate and fine tuning, the General Assembly last month passed legislation to require state licensing of gun dealers. The bill have required gun shop owners and workers to be trained in background checks and theft pre- prevention, okay? It's also included other measures such as requiring training in, in the prevention of straw purchases in which someone buys firearms for someone legally barred from purchasing a gun. The legislation would have made a significant dent in the number of guns from Illinois shops that show up at crime scenes in Chicago, in the city of Chicago, Rauner who as governor has done little about gun violence. And that's, just, and that's the truth. He's done little about, a little or, or nothing. And he should have jumped at the chance to sign this bill. Instead, of, instead he's feeling the heat from the right, from primary challenger state, uh, Jeannie, Jeannie Ives, as I've just said, he vetoed it. Rather than fight the tragic flow of guns used in crimes, he uh, gave in to the NRA. He sold out. He sold out his party's uh, conservative base just days before the March 20 election, he, and he did. As Rauner vetoed the bill on Tuesday, only a day after crime victims, the Catholic Archbishop of Chicago and the police begged him to sign it. Yeah, there are a lot of people out here begging him to sign that bill, literally begging, but he vetoed it. And he gave some wishy-washy excuse for doing it, you know, trying to sound like a politician. He's another thug politician. And it it was just uh, heartbreaking and sometimes even cynical to think, to see people out here actually begging him to sign the gun bill to to, uh, uh, keep the guns out out of the hands of people who should not have guns. Rauner also in recent days have called for a ban on bump stocks, which make automatic, semi-automatic rifles fire as rapidly as machine guns. That's what an NRA puppet always says when desperate to look like an insensible, to, um, well, not insensible, but sensible person. Equally uh, transparent is Bruce Rauner call for a comprehensive solution. That's a rhetorical dodge to do nothing. I, I, you know, that's it. I mean, uh, yeah, he's calling for comprehens- a comprehensive solution instead of signing the bill. And that is a dodge to do nothing. And, and that's the way the Republicans do it. They'll, they'll never answer a direct question. They will talk over it, talk under it. And when a Republican doesn't answer a direct question that asked of them, you know, that nothing's going to happen. 
it's a dodge. It's a lie. It, it's some, you know, it, it's it's the other way around. Nothing will get done. And as I've said, Bruce Rauner wants to get elected, reelected. I don't think that's going to happen. But the Republican Party doesn't want him. Uh, the people of of Illinois, the majority of the people of Illinois, they don't want him. And and I believe um, um, Rauner knows he's not going to win election in November. I think he knows it. Uh, uh, J.B. Prisker is all over him. He, uh, it, he's all over him. And so I, I uh, you know, we, dancing in the streets, the, the, the moment he loses, especially in the state of Illinois, the moment he loses, we're going to be there in the street. My wife, my kid, and myself, we're going to be out there dancing in the streets. That's <laughs> Rauner, you know, but uh, there's no way Rauner's going to win. I mean, his own party's against him. If Jeannie I somehow luck up, knock him off the ballot for, for 2018, uh, it's going to be something. I would love to see Jeannie not Republican Jeannie Ives. I'm not, I'm not going to vote for her. I don't think she's right for Illinois, but I do think that uh, there's a possibility that she could um, commit an upset against Bruce Rauner in the state of Illinois. You know, she's a Republican. He's a Republican. Uh, She's, she's been saying that he has sold the Republicans out because he signed uh, some sort of bill into law allowing Illinois to be a sanctuary state. And Republicans, they did not like that. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. There was no guest for today, and that's fine. Um, uh, we're talking a little bit about politics, and so maybe I've moved, <laughs> moved to the left on this thing. We will be back. <laughs> Making the world a better place, <laughs> one show at a time. The George wow. Wilder Jr. Show is now, the George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. <laughs> All right. Sending a video letter directly to you, sir. And the only reason I call you sir is because the office that you hold is supposed to be a respectable office. But so I just want to speak directly to you, Mr. Trump. I know you may never get this video. Maybe you will, though, because at least I have white skin like you. But first, I wanted to applaud you for one thing and only one thing. Um, 
many racists in politics are very covert. So I applaud you for being an open racist, and I applaud you for at least letting us see just how racist you are. And it's now it's it's well established worldwide that you are a bona fide white supremacist. Um, there's not a nation that hasn't condemned you as a racist. So you have dishonored and disgraced one of the, the highest office, offices in the land. But I wanted to say one thing. You made a comment yesterday about shithole countries, poor, black, brown countries. So because they're poor, because they're black and brown and not white or European, you consider them shitholes. Well, I wanted to give you an accurate definition of a shithole nation. A shithole nation, by definition, would be a nation like America that allows and tolerates a racist to operate in their highest office, the presidency. That is a shithole nation. A nation that tolerates a racist president. There is no worse pile of shit or turd in the toilet out of all the other countries than a great nation like America that allows its president to be an open white supremacist and then to allow them to continue to function as president. That's the biggest turd in the pot, or as you say, the biggest shithole. Why? Because you, Mr. Trump, are the shit, the turd, in the White House that's staining and putting the foul odor all over our nation. And of course, the only reason you're there is because you're a racist. You're a complete and utter idiot with no competency whatsoever to be where you're at. The only reason you're there is because we had a black president and our racist nation wanted a racist president after a black president. So until America can get past its racism, which I don't know if it ever has, because there's one thing about black folks, Mr. Trump. Black folks have always understood one thing. The more things change in this country, the more they stay the same. You are living proof that any white person, no matter how racist they are, and matter of fact, racism is actually more of a compliment in this nation. It's like apple pie racism in America. They go hand in hand. If you're a white American, you're a racist, and you've, and you've proven that. And not only are you a racist, if you're a racist, you get rewarded for being a racist in this country. Why? Because we are a racist organization called America. Fact. And nothing has changed. In 400 years, what has really changed? We're still seeing black and brown folks executed in the street. Not that you and Jeff Sessions or any of your racist motherfucking cabinet care. You don't give a fuck about justice for people of color. You're all a group of white nationalists. So I just want to tell you, here's one white guy, and I'm telling you personally, Donald Trump, kiss my white fat ass. I hate you, Donald Trump. I literally hate you. And I pray to God you get impeached 
You're an embarrassment to our nation and upon the world. Please do us all a favor and resign. The only people that want you in office are more racist. And yes, I know that our country, the majority of white people are racist. And the majority of white people totally and completely support you. I really believe that. Because they're not supporting you, then they're silently ignoring your racism. But anyhow, please do us all a favor. In Congress, please act to remove this racist motherfucker and his racist administration, or Congress is no better. Please remove this racist motherfucker from Congress office. Congress is no better. It's 2018, guys. And if we can't remove this racist motherfucker from office, America is no better than it was 400 years ago. All right, welcome back to the George Wilder Jr. Show. We might be having some kind of difficulty. I don't know. But anyway, let me check to make sure. <laughs> okay, maybe we're all right. Anyway, um, everything eyes on this uh, Pennsylvania uh, election tonight—it's a tight—it's a tight race as a election heads to a close. Okay, um, here's updates on it. What what's at stake in Pennsylvania tonight? Okay, here's a closer look at what to, to watch tonight. Connor Lamb complained his grandmother is <laughs> accompanied his grandmother to the polls. Democrats hold seed over uh, GOP congressmen. This would be an embarrassing defeat. And it looks like it's uh, Dems, Dems may win. Republicans are already downplaying uh, uh, this race, saying it's insignificant. But tr but Trump visit Pennsylvania. He stomped for this guy. G um, Michael Pence, Mike Pence stomped for, for the for the GOP. This guy in Pennsylvania, GOP, who's running behind from uh, all reports. Um, but anything that happens, you know, so uh, Trump had a busy day in California. I'm hearing that he was in California and a lot of the his GOP, uh, his party avoided him. <laughs> Who wouldn't avoid him? Now all eyes are on Pennsylvania. GOP candidate see an opportunity in Pennsylvania to dig at Trump. And that is totally true. If, if somehow Trump stays in power all the way up to November 2018 and the Democrats take the House, they take the Senate, Trump will be impeached. He will be impeached. He will be uh, curtailed. He will be out of there because you know, the Democrats want him out of there anyway. And this is why some of the Democrats are quiet because they want Donald Trump to stay in office until they get it, until they get there so they can throw his ass out. But Donald Trump, I mean, from now leading up to the 2018 elections, Donald Trump can do so much damage. I mean, more than what he's done already. At the behest of the complicit and the accomplices in Congress. Mm hmm Yeah. And and you've got some GOP senators out there and running up to the microphone on cable television and saying that Democrats hate 
hate America. You got some of them up to the camera saying uh, progressives hate God and all this kind of stuff, making all kind of crazy accusations, crazy untrue accusations, saying, uh, let me say this, they're just telling outright lies on the Democratic Party and on uh, grassroots uh, progressives. You're saying all these horrible things. You know, Republicans are saying all these horrible things, all these lies. Uh, that's one of the things that you get when – that's one of the things you have to do if you're around Trump. You have to lie. If you don't lie, you're going to get fired. <laughs> if you tell the truth, uh, you know, you're going to lose your job. As as former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, yeah, Trump just fired him. He fired the hell out Trump fired him. I mean, this is, I, you know what I think? I think Trump gets his jollies off firing people. I think he loves doing it. I think Trump loves to see people hurt. He loves to see people scrounging. Uh, this is why he's he was, are planning on cutting Social Security. Uh, Paul Ryan, he's gritting, at his, he's gritting his teeth uh, the day that he can cut Social Security. And other 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 social uh, nets for people to survive for the elderly, the disabled. But getting back, I think Trump, Trump, Trump. What's the difference? I think Trump. I think he gets off on firing people. You notice? I mean, if you think about it, over maybe over thirty to forty people have been fired from his administration already, and there's still there still are some. Um, vacancies, some posts in his administration that have not been filled because I'm hearing that a lot of people don't want to work for Trump. They don't trust him. They know Trump will throw them under the bus in a minute. They know they could get fired. I mean, who would want to work for somebody who has an active investigation going on? And I'm not talking about uh, what the Republicans in Congress done. That means nothing to Mueller. Mueller. That means nothing. Uh, because Mueller knows that, <laughs> that that's a bunch of bullshit, what they've done, uh, thinking that they're vindicated, that they vindicated Trump because they're closing down their investigation. The people in Congress may be closing down their investigation, but Bob Mueller is not closing down his investigation. They're just trying to make it seem as if it's not that significant. But I do think Trump... Uh, people. I mean, he gets his jolly off. He loves to see people sweat. He loves to see people poor. He loves to see people without a job, hungry, because he doesn't pay his bills. I'm, I'm hearing that he's being sued, you know, again. And this is, uh, he's been sued, from my understanding, is 5,500 times. No, I think it's 3,500 times. What's the difference? It's a hell of a lot times to be sued. He doesn't pay his bills. He, <laughs> the guy is something else. Anyway, I think he loves seeing people fired. If he could fire, if Trump could, could if he had the power to fire people in Congress, uh, the Senate and the House of Representatives, the senators, the representatives, he would have fired them all <laughs> if he had the power, but he can't do it. And that's why that's one of the reasons why he's pissed off, because he can't get rid of people the way he really wants to get rid of people. He wants to fire everybody. <laughs> He wants to fire your representative, my representative, even some uh, some Republicans' representatives. 
He doesn't give a damn. He just get on get he, he just gets off on firing people. Now Rex Tillerson, uh, this guy was I, I think he was in Africa. He was out of the country, and he found out that he was fired on Twitter. Twitter. This is the same. This is similar to the firing. Uh, the top uh, FBI director at the Department of Justice. This is the uh, way that he was fired. James Comey was out of the country. I think he was speaking at some event and he was watching television and he saw up there that he had been fired. This This shows you how much of a coward Trump is, a pathetic coward he is, firing people on Twitter or in the media, and not be talking to them face-to-face and telling them face-to-face that they have been fired. He's got to fire people on Twitter, uh, on, on, uh, on the media or something. He doesn't bring anybody into his office and sit them down and say they're, you know, tell them why they're fired and why they're being fired and all this kind of stuff. He fires people in the media, on Twitter, and that's embarrassing. Both of these fires, firings were high. Pro, are fi- ugh, I can't talk. Both of these firings are are high profile firings. Now, there's been some low level firings where he's fired people we don't even know about, but these high profile firings really, really um, uh, uh, are embarrassing to Trump, and they're they are embarrassing, embarrassing to America. Okay, and a lot of these firings that he does, and he loves to fire people, it shows how Trump is so unhinged. It shows how he is so, uh, he is unleashed. He is just doesn't give a damn about anybody, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. And I can understand why there are so many people out here who still support him when he will throw you under a train. He doesn't care, but all he wants you to do is kiss his ass, and if you don't kiss it properly or you don't kiss it in the right place, he's going to throw you under the bus. He's going to throw you out there in the front of a Mack truck, and then oh, then he's going to say, then he's going to pray, oh, you are a good guy. I love working with you. you are, you're going to make it in the world, but yet <laughs> Trump fired him, and this is what he is. You can't trust him. He's unhinged. He's unfit. He's unethical. He's inept. You look at him kind of asking, you know, the NFL owners to You have become perhaps the loudest voice calling for impeachment. The Constitution sets the grounds for impeachment as treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Which has the president violated? Good morning, Dana. I would say it's clear that he has uh, 
violated the Constitution in the sense that he has violated his trust with the American people through uh, obstructing justice by firing the head of the FBI, Mr. Comey, for what he said explicitly was over the Russian investigation. He has been taking, in, con in contradiction of the Emoluments Clause, he has been taking payments from foreign governments almost since the very first day that he took office. I don't think there's any question in that he has, in fact, met that standard for impeachment. But I think the important thing is not just that he's met the standard, but it's very important and urgent that we get him out of office. But the special counsel, Robert Mueller, and multiple congressional committees are in the middle of their investigations. Investigations, I should say, that President Trump uh, calls a witch hunt. Aren't you playing into the president's message by calling for impeachment even before these investigations are complete? As I said, I an impeachment is actually a process where the House puts him up for a trial in the Senate. So, in fact, to have him impeached merely means that in a public way, the Senate goes through all of the evidence right in front of the American people. And the fact of the matter is, we know from what he said publicly that he has violated the Constitution and is subject to impeachment. There will be, inevitably, we're in favor of the Mueller investigation. God bless him for what he's doing. But the fact of the matter is, this president has performed in a lawless way throughout the campaign and throughout his presidency, and he is an urgent threat to the American people. So to sit here and wait, for d doing absolutely nothing, is the wrong thing to do. The American people want this man impeached. I want to read to you what President Obama's former chief strategist, David Axelrod, tweeted. He said the following. He said, Steyer impeachment ads seem to be more of a vanity project than a call to action. It is at least this point an unhelpful message. If impeachment becomes a political tool, it will be as damaging to our democracy as the degradations Donald Trump has inflicted on it. Your face is front and center in these ads. What some of your fellow Democrats are saying, as you just heard, is that you're using the specter of impeachment to build your own political brand. Your response? I think that the people in Washington, D.C. and the political establishment can't accept the idea that the American people are supposed to have their own voice. And what we're doing is providing a venue for Americans to add their voices together to change the conversation the dysfunctional conversation in Washington, D.C. That's what we're doing. And so, in fact, what we're trying to do is let the people's voice be heard, which is exactly what our organization has always done, is to go for more democracy. It doesn't surprise me that political elites want to close off the American people and make sure that they remain in control. Mr. Steyer, you have, uh, you're from California. Uh, you've said that you're considering running against the Democratic senator there, Dianne Feinstein, who's up for re-election next year. You two have a really different take and approach uh, on President Trump. You're obviously calling for impeachment. She has called for patience on that issue. Would you do a better job as senator from California? Well, I haven't said I'm considered running. What I said is I haven't ruled it out. Is there a difference? And the fact that I, I actually think there is, but okay. I don't want to split hairs with you on that subject. I think the main point is this. What we're trying to do, and what we would encourage Senator Feinstein to do, too, is to actually look at what's going on on the ground and to listen to the American people. 
Anyone who goes out, and I do this all the time, and listens to normal working people about what they're concerned about, know that they think there's a better place, <laughs> one show at a time. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now, the George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. <laughs> all right. All right, the George Water Jr. Show is back on the air. We, I think we were knocked off the air for about 30 minutes. It happens, folks. Bad weather, bad connections, uh, slow internet. It happens. And uh, I want to apologize for all you listeners that were out, out there who are still, you know, who um, uh, was sub- subjected to that, uh, <laughs> if I could say. Yeah, we were knocked off the air for about 30 minutes. We're going to try and continue. I I hope you guys stayed stayed with me, and because anytime you're as I said this so many times, time that you're uh, on the internet, anytime that you're on the internet, you, it, you're always subject to something that may go wrong. Hackers could hack into the show. Who knows a virus or something? Um, bad weather, as I've just got through stating. Bad weather, bad timing, slow internet, whatever you know. Um, bad connections. It happens. It happens. And, uh, you know, and I'm always, we always wake working feverishly to get back on the air. Anyway, we're back. And <laughs> hopefully, um, uh, okay, let me, see. let me do this. We're back on the air and I want to thank everybody for staying with me. I was talking about, uh, before we were, uh, thrown off the air, kicked off the air or whatever it was. Uh, through what, whatever, by whatever means, I was talking to Rex Tillerson, the Secretary of State. Well, now the former Secretary of State who was fired by Donald Trump on Twitter. Twitter, I'm sorry, Twitter? Twitter. <laughs> I have a feeling Twitter is going to be the next uh, step up from Twitter. Anyway, he was fired on Twitter. I, I think that's a, a coward's way out to fire somebody. Uh, within the uh, media on Twitter, I think that he's cowardly to sit someone down and tell them in front of their face that he no longer wants them around. And, and that's, oh, I mean, if you're going to fire some, Donald Trump is changing the makeup of Illinois and it's for the, the makeup of uh, America and it is for the worst. The reason why I said Illinois, because earlier I was talking about the governor uh, of Illinois and how he has screwed up so much and he wants to be reelected. And I don't think it's going to happen. And then there's the Pennsylvania uh, special uh, that 
in a few hours, we will know who is the winner of that special election because it's saying here that what's at stake in Pennsylvania. Okay, Democrats seek to in Trump's country. Um, I don't know if Pennsylvania is Trump's country because a lot of uh, people are running away from Trump. A lot of his supporters are jumping ship. They see that they see Trump for what he is, unhinged. <laughs> I, I, there was a lot of uh, adjectives I, I uh, applied to Trump before the show abruptly went off the air, and you know I can do so again, but I don't know. You know, uh, I'm just learning that the polls close in five minutes in in Pennsylvania. They're closing in five minutes, and a lot of people are saying that the Democrat uh, is up. Um, in that state, you know, so we'll know. How. So by tomorrow, when I come on the air, folks, I'll just like everybody, you know, you know, before I come on the air, because I come on the air, we come on the air around six o'clock. So we'll know well before then. You'll hear about it, and everybody will hear about it, and and everybody's gonna say, hey, wow, this is a referendum on Donald Trump. I mean, there's been a lot of referendums on Donald Trump, and he's still standing, and uh, we want to know why. Okay, polls close in five minutes, and uh, I'm pretty sure while the polls are closing, people may be counting vote or tallying the vote, or it's electronic. Let's hope that Russia uh, does not meddle. A lot of, uh, and that's the thing, a lot of places, a lot of polling places and, and election um, uh, outlets around America, they are vigilant, they're being cautious, they're being watchful of any shenanigans going on in their polling place, in their polling place. Yeah, and uh, analysts, Republicans are already blaming everything on Scalone. That's what Republicans do. They blame, they blame, they blame, they blame, but they can blame uh, uh, as much as they want. They can blame as much as they want. Coming up, polls close in five minutes. The good news for everyone watching the results tonight, all voting machines in Pennsylvania doesn't have an in-person early voting. That means we ought to get some numbers pretty quickly. And it's saying here that the blue candidate, the Democrat candidate is up. And the, and all, and the Republican candidate, he's losing, succumb. And now the Republicans are blaming everything on him. They're not blaming this on Donald Trump, or they're not blaming this on in the. They're blaming it on. On, and he has he's just running for a job, and they they're already blaming this loss, this uh, Republican Pennsylvania, which is seems like it's going to be one. Uh, they're blaming it on uh, on the uh, on their party. They're blaming it on this guy who's a Republican. Republicans, as I just got through saying, folks, they love to blame. And they're saying this is not because of Donald Trump. And it is. This is because of Donald Trump. This is because of the government that he's salaciously trying to destroy. It is a referendum on the Republican Party. But the Republican Party is no, 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 that's not a referendum on us. Uh, he was just a bad candidate. He was just a flawed candidate. Had a bit, see how they, uh, whenever things don't go their way, they're going to throw the blame. They, ever things do not go their way, they throw the blame. 
And Americans are not buying it. We're not buying it because we know that they're liars. They're universal liars. We're not going to take it. We're, we're not going to uh, be fooled. We're not going to be fooled. It's a shame that they're blaming all this stuff on the candidate, the Republican candidate, the Republicans in Congress, Trump, they're all blaming the Republican candidate, Vania, if he loses tonight. If he loses, they're going to put the blame on him. Instead of saying that the reason why he lost is because people do not like Donald Trump. People do not like his policies. People think he's an embarrassment. People think he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. People think he wants to destroy America, which which it seems like uh, that seems like the case. Anyway, uh, we'll know by uh, we'll know for sure by tomorrow. You've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for just tuning. I'm I'm reading something here, and it was it's kind of funny. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the George Wilder Jr. Show. We have about uh, maybe 20 more minutes, 15, 20 more minutes left into the show. Yeah, we were thrown off for a second, folks. We got, uh, I think, 20 to 30 minutes we were thrown off, and we were trying to figure out, out how to get back on. It could have been anything, slow internet, slow. could have been the weather. It could have been connections. It could have been anything, anything. Nothing's foolproof. There's always technical difficulties, and for you guys to stay with me through all of this, I totally, totally appreciate it. Totally, totally appreciate it. And um, we will be right back after According this. to recent interviews performed by Politico, two attorneys for senior White House officials in the Trump White House have told Politico that they expect Robert Mueller to hand down an indictment against Donald Trump as early as this spring. Now, the reason for this is because these two attorneys who spoke to Politico separately understand how the law works. They understand how these investigations work, but more importantly, they've actually been a part of it on the other side, on the, on the defense. They're the ones representing officials within the Trump administration. So they've gone in during the questioning. They've seen what Robert Mueller is trying to build. They understand what evidence he has. And these people are now telling us that Donald Trump is headed for an indictment for obstruction of justice. Now, I know that may not be the bombshell indictment that most people were, were hoping for, but it is something at this point. Collusion, if it happened, if it didn't, is a very difficult thing to prove, even for a very skilled prosecutor. And I think that's why Robert Mueller kind of backed off that to an extent, as far as we know, and is now focusing more on the obstruction of justice because there are many different avenues that he can go with that. It's not just that he obstructed justice one time. It could be because of the uh, uh, response that they wrote to the New York Times article that they said came from Don Jr., but instead came from Trump and Hope Hicks. It could be the firing of Comey. It could be the recent stuff with Andrew McCabe. It could be many different things. There could be multiple counts of obstruction of justice. It could be threatening uh, 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 to fire Jeff Sessions and then not threatening and then refusing his resignation. We don't know. At this point, there are still too many unknowns about everything within, within this investigation because not much is leaked. So what we do know is that attorneys for the other side 
people representing the people who are worried about going to jail are telling us that based on what they've seen, they're saying, if we were betting men, we wouldn't put any money on Trump. We would put the money on Mueller handing down an indictment. Those are strong words from attorneys. We also know that recently, actually just this past week, Rick Gates and Paul Manafort's attorneys abruptly quit. They decided they didn't want to do this anymore. And I'm assuming it's because they understand that at this point, there is no way they can win for their client. Either that or their client keeps making stupid mistakes and saying things he shouldn't say. So they decided, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Trump is in a lot of trouble and Trump understands that, which is why he continues to attack our intelligence agencies. But if these attorneys who have very close uh, firsthand knowledge of this investigation are being honest and if we can trust them, then hopefully we can expect that sometime this spring, Donald Trump will be handed his very own indictment. Thanks for watching. And if you like what you see here on Ring of Fire, we encourage you to subscribe to our channel. Um, You can see the little subscribe button down there, but if you're watching it on another device where you can't see it, go to youtube.com slash the ring of fire, hit subscribe, be notified every time we get a new video. All right. Welcome back to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Sorry for the dead air. (laughs) We were still on. Uh, here is my one of my favorite people. I want you to give a real welcome to. Okay, do we have it? Let's see. All righty, that's Maxine Waters on the George Wilder Jr. When Show. we think of the advances we've made, it is no surprise that so many of us are Turn utterly devastated by the election of Donald Trump. I have been very clear about my opposition to this president. And everyone knows what I believe. I believe he is one of the most dishonorable, deceitful, and despicable people ever to hold public office. He has undermined the rule of law. He has isolated the United States allies. He has decimated our country's standing and leadership around the world. He has empowered and emboldened white nationalists, racist criminals, and con men just like himself. He flew to Puerto Rico after the island was ravaged by a hurricane, insulted San Juan's mayor, and proceeded to throw paper towels at our fellow Americans who are to this day still trying to recover from that storm. He endorsed a pedophile that ran for the United States Senate and defended wife beaters on his White House staff. This man lies on a daily basis. And for all of the people and institutions he has insulted over the last two years, the only person he will not offend or criticize is Vladimir Putin a brutal dictator who does not share our nation's interests around the world. Of course, none of this should surprise any of us because Donald Trump revealed and showed us who he is and what he was all about throughout his campaign. You may have heard that Donald Trump recently attacked me at the Grenon Club dinner last week. 
And people are asking me, oh my goodness, what do you think about that? Well, I tell you what I think about it. I certainly expected him to do something like that. I don't know why it took him so long. Don't forget, this man who's disparaging me has been called stupid, ignorant, uninformed, unhinged, and a moron by his own staff and appointees. And so he had the nerve to attack me. I'm in this fight. I am not going to back down. And I believe that all of us deserve better than Donald Trump. I believe this country deserves better than Donald Trump. I wanted everyone to know that they had a right to be angry about the election of Trump, that this president is not normal, but that all is not lost, because each of us has the power to set this country back on track. I feel very confident and hopeful about the future because I know there are so many people here tonight and in cities and towns across the United States who are about to reclaim their time and reclaim this country. So, we are counting on all of you to show up during the 2018 midterms and vote for people who will restore this democracy and uphold everything that we have fought for to advance the LGBTQ equality. And ladies and gentlemen, again, I keep bringing up Mueller's name because I have so much faith in him. I like the work that he's doing. I think he's going to get him. And if for some reason he's not able to get him, I'm counting on Stormy to do it. All right. Thanks, Maxine. Maxine Waters on the George Wilder Jr. Show speaking at a dinner. Anyway, polls have closed in Pennsylvania. Trump worried that tonight's special election could be another Alabama. One of his aides are, are saying, okay? <laughs> uh, yes, the Pennsylvania election is about Donald Trump. But, but if his candidate loses, they're going to blame, as I've alluded to earlier, they're going to blame uh, the candidate. They're going to say that he wasn't a good candidate. He wasn't fit. He didn't run a good campaign. They're going to blame everything on this, on their man that they stomped for. They're going to blame him for tonight's loss in Pennsylvania. This is what the Republicans are. This is what they're about. Despicable, deceitful, liars, crooks, criminals, aiders and abettors to a traitor. And that traitor is Trump. And Bob Mueller, the special counsel, know them. The reason why uh, the Republicans shut down their investigation of Donald Trump is to try to discredit Mueller. It's trying to say whatever he comes up with doesn't mean a thing. It means a hell of a lot. Uh, and I just love Maxine Waters because she gets on it. She gets to it. I love people who speak their mind, come straight out and say what they're going to say, instead of people who are always trying to beat around the bush, act as if they're so above it all, or act as if, you know, they're above the fray. You, you can't be like that. 
not with the Donald, not with the Donald Trump administration. You cannot be Trump uses profanity daily in the White House. He uses profanity wherever he goes. It's caught on tape. We see, we hear him saying it, profanity and vulgar language in the White House. So it, you have to fight fire with fire. You have to, hey, well, if he's going to curse me, if he's going to curse in my White House, I'm going to curse at his ass. You know, Donald Trump just spoils and soils everything he touched, the people around him. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and like Maxine has said he lies and lies on a daily basis. He fires and fires and fires, fires good people on daily basis because they will not kiss his ass. Who is Donald Trump? If it wasn't for his father, <laughs> he would he would not be a millionaire or a billionaire. We don't know what he is. He could be broke. We haven't seen his taxes. You know, but but it's clearly that it was his father who had the cash and, you know, gave him a, a, a million dollars or so. And he invested it and he, he became successful at that. But I guess what I'm trying to say, Donald Trump did not work his way up from nothing. OK, he did not do that. He doesn't know what it means. Like he doesn't know what it means to be on food stamps. He doesn't know what it means to be on rental assistance. He doesn't know what it means uh, to be homeless. He doesn't know what it means uh, to be poor. And it shows. <laughs> it really showing. He doesn't know what it means to be human or to have empathy for someone. Or he doesn't have any class. He acts like a ghetto basher. I mean, whenever, whenever you're uh, uh, taking up a wife beaters in the White House, you know, there is something wrong. Well, anyway, anyway let's get back to this Pennsylvania thing, because it, it's going to be uh, tight, I'm hearing. But the, the Democrat is ahead and we have been um, advocating voting blue, voting blue, vote blue vote out Republicans in every election, small elections, big election. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter if it's a Republican, do not vote for him because they're all on the same page with Trump. They're all on the same page. Uh, they want your vote, but then after they get your vote, they're going to tell you to fuck off. That That's the mantra of the Republicans. Vote for me, come to my rallies, support me, but I don't really give a damn about you. This this is the Republican Party. And that's why we have to, those of us who love America, who want America to be great, not great like Donald Trump says, because Donald Trump does not want America to be great. He wants to destroy it in the name of Russia. As I've said to many people, uh, it's going to take a long, long time to get America back on track again after Trump is out. It's going to take a long time after we vote some of these rotten ass Republicans out. It's going to really, really be tough. It's going to take years. Long after I'm dead and gone, or you're dead and gone, it, America will still be repairing itself from the Donald Trump presidency. It's tough, folks. It is really, really tough. And uh, we're going to try to do the best we can at the George Wilder Jr. Show to help make the world a better place, to help make America 
greater than great. Right now we're in the toilet. I mean, we're on the, uh, in terms of, uh, in, in terms of uh, world standing, we're way down there below. People, other leaders in other countries and other folks are laughing at us. They're laughing at us. And I always try to tell them, don't laugh at the American people. Laugh at this jackass we have in the White House. That's who you laugh at. We're trying to get rid of him, you know, because he's a racist. He's a white supremacist. He's all of those things. And Donald Trump is 70, 71 years old, and he cannot change his stripes. He cannot change who he is. He cannot do that. He's too old. He is what he is. He's what we have. He's what we got. He's the same way he was on the campaign trail. As Maxine Waters has said, we did not expect this on election night. <laughs> we did. Well, you know, Donald Trump conned and lied and bullshitted his way into the White House. I'd say that I'd said that a million times. And he has. And, uh, you know, and, and, and basically all he wants to do is screw up America. Screw, screw. But we're here to try to make it better. And I want you to join me in making America uh, uh, a great country again a great place for people to want to come and visit. You know, a great place for tourists. It's a America like Chicago, Illinois is a beautiful beautiful place. But we have jackasses who are running it and they're effing it up. The politicians that we choose to run, they're effing it up. These politicians that we vote in their office, they are supposed to serve us. We are their employers we're their employers but they act as if we're working for them but we'll show them at the polls vote blue everybody vote these jackasses straight up out of uh, out of the white house out of congress just keep ladies and gentlemen the george wilder jr show has now two attorneys for senior all right, here we go. Heaven help the child who never had a home. Heaven help the girl who walks the streets alone. Heaven help the roses if the bombs begin to fall. Heaven help the black man if he struggles one more day. Heaven help the white man if he turns back away. Heaven help the man who kicks the man as a crawl. Heaven help the song.
from the mighty and the mighty from the small. Have a great day. Have a great evening. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care. Have a great evening. into what the Russians did in the last election, what the U.S. government response was, uh, and the issue of any... Lock them up, man. They're crooks. That was a terrible disservice to the country and the American people uh, and represented a reneging on the commitment that was made at the outset of the investigation to follow the facts wherever they lead. Uh, instead, uh, what the majority on the intelligence committee did was go through the motions of investigation, call in witnesses, but Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.